This, 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 this is mythical. What's the best sparkling water? The Sport Crew says they have the answer. Check out their ranking of the best sparkling waters on the market, flavored or not. Apparently, people haven't realized anything can be a knife if you try hard enough because we live in a world where strawberry stem pickers, avocado deceivers, eaters, and for goodness sakes, even banana slicers exist. It's time to rethink all your kitchen appliances because today we explore what's the most useless cooking tool? This is a hot dog as a sandwich. Ketchup is a smoothie. Yeah, I put ice in my cereal, so what? That makes no sense. A hot dog is a sandwich. A hot dog is a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> what? Welcome to our podcast, A Hot Dog is a Sandwich, the show where we break down the world's biggest food debates. I'm your host, Josh Ayer. And I'm your host, Nicole Hendizada. And Nicole, today, today, what was that with the I'm name? I'm excited. Adding a little flair today, this huh? This is an exciting podcast topic for me. Yeah, but I get to get mad about nice things that people give me <laughs> because that that's where this whole idea came from. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, as, as Nicole, you cook? You you enjoy cooking? No, oh, I love cooking. But that's probably like one of the things that people really know about you. Do you get a lot of cooking gifts? No, because I don't get a lot of gifts. I guess that makes sense. I'm not a big, I, I just say, give me money and people give me money. <laughs> money, please. Yeah, people don't give me like actual physical gifts they what about just like significant others parents because that's where the worst gifts come from all the uh, time i get frames framed oh, pictures to to put up of you and your significant other yes yeah i guess that's <laughs> that makes sense yeah i i have gotten so many terrible gifts from significant other parents many <laughs> of them shall not be named um and they're all as cooking gifts mm-hmm. right and they're generally right if they're giving you a gift it's probably depending on how long you've been together it's probably in that like you know 20 to 40 dollar range Right. Uh, and the only cooking tools you can get for twenty forty dollars are either useless or I already have them. Yes. And so I have gotten, I mean, pulled pork shredders. I've gotten avocado slicers. I've gotten little slap chops. And so I and I also hate clutter because the ADHD brain clutter really, really distracts me. So like when I cook in a kitchen, my kitchen at home countertops are completely clean. I right. just I throw things away constantly. I, I use a chef's knife to do almost every single tool, uh, every single task. Because to me, that's like, you know, the most important kitchen tool. And so I hate these useless cooking tools. The pulled pork shredder, a fork. Isn't it just, isn't it just claws? It's Wolverine claws. It's Wolverine claws. It's literally Wolverine claws uh, that you're supposed to pull pork with, but it's less effective than a fork. Yeah, use a fork. A fork is like a Wolverine claw that you you can hold and also you can eat foods that you need to stab with. I agree. Yeah, so why would you have those? So, I mean, today we can just take our anger out. On all of these useless kitchen okay, appliances. I am ready because we got a list. Yeah, yeah. Should what what, what you got? What you got? Okay. I'm going to say one thing, though. You said slap chops are stupid. You use a slap chop? No, they're not stupid, but, like, they're useful. Like, those, like, chopping tools. Like, whenever you have to make, like, 50 pounds of, of salad. No, okay. The slap chop that I got, though, because it was in that 20 to $40 range. Small. Yeah, it was so small that you could fit, like, an eighth of an onion in there. And I was try. I was try. I tried. The thing is, I tried to use these things because people gave you a gift. Wow, that's such a magical thing. They wanted to show their love and appreciation. And I tried to make like egg salad. I could put like a half an egg in there at a time. Yeah, but that's the fun part of the ad. It's just for you. <laughs> but like that's your slap chop. But there's like big ass slap chops that are like literally like the, like yay big. Josh yeah. is saying what I mean when I say yay. Yeah, that's that's about uh, 16 and a half inches right there. Let the record show. Maggie, yeah, let yeah, the record yeah. show. Can we put yeah, that yeah, on the record? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Maggie you. got on the record. Uh, strike it from the record. Uh, <laughs> and you lift it and you chop it and you can make like, you can fill like four cucumbers in there at a time. Like that's a useful kitchen tool. That that might be useful. The but ones the that I've done. But the slap chop, get out of here. The, my my favorite. I I once um I I wasn't exactly sober and I was watching television. This is in college uh, and there was an advertisement for the Slice-O-Matic, which is a slap chop, but a slap a slap slice essentially. Slap slice. 
So it's essentially it's a mandolin. It's a mandolin with a lever that catapults the food through a slicer. (laughs) Okay, that's fun. Except like the best lever and, and food holder you have is like a hand. Right, and so this yeah, is all. Yeah, but like, is, what if you're scared to cut your hand? I no, that's that's totally fair, and I generally am because I've gotten some. I mean, mandolins will ruin you. Yeah, I've never done a good thing. Knock on wood. Knock on. You've wood. never had a mandolin accident. Ha- knock on wood, Josh. Um, God, I'm not spit on the floor. I'm the two, two, the two. Uh, no, mandolin accidents are the worst. Like sometimes it, it's bad if it just shaves like a fingertip clean off, which I've had happen before. But which the worst. One? Let me what? see. No, which I finger? mean they, they've all grown back. But, I mean my fingertips are so. What are you, up. an amphibian? What do you <laughs> mean your Wolverine? Finger, your finger grew back. I got the Wolverine claws <laughs> to pull the pork, and now I am Hugh Jackman. Think <laughs> of it. Have you have you, you seen? <laughs> did, did I show you that video in the kitchen the other day of Hugh Jackman doing ADR like supplemental you audio? You didn't show me. You showed me. Uh, you showed Trevor because <laughs> you guys have a joint love of Huge Ackman. I love Huge Ackman. Yeah. Someone find the video of Huge Ackman in a studio to the scene in Logan where he's sprinting through the forest. It's just Huge Ackman in normal clothes going, <laughs> and I imagine it's very similar to what it sounds like hearing me do that on the podcast. Um, but it's it's my favorite video. Um, but anyways, this so the slap slice, one of the things about all these useless cooking tools is so many of them have this as seen on TV yeah. thing. And uh, I, I used to be obsessed with those when I was a kid. And then mm. I bought enough of them to find out that like most of them are pretty garbage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the Slice-O-Matic, uh, it, you know, showed it like chopping through rocks and pennies yeah. and all that stuff. You know, they always do that. I love that. And I was on the frequently asked questions part of the website. And it you was went on the website? I went on the website because, okay, so I was, I was a little drunk and I bought a couple of these because they're always like buy two get one 8% yeah, off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, I can't afford not to. And so I was like, well, wake up next day a little bit hungover, um, try and figure out what I actually bought the night before. And it was all these questions, you know, uh, what is the return policy? Would you ship to Alaska? All this stuff. And then one just goes, does a slice-o-matic slice tomatoes? And I thought it'd be like, oh, of course, it's sliced through a freaking rock. And it just goes like, nope, unfortunately, the technology does not exist to what? slice through tomatoes, which is so much of these things. Because a knife can do anything that a slice yeah. can or a mandolin. Sure. Yeah, you I know? guess. OK, let's talk about one that I really, really hate. A spiralizer. Oh, wait. A spiralizer. No, 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 no. You don't you think what? Oh, OK. Oh, a spiralizer. Yeah, dude. Curly fries. Curly fries are uh. the best cut of fries. <laughs> Okay, fine. Maybe okay, okay, but spiralizer. Okay, do you, do you alt pastas like like zucchini pasta type of stuff? I'm trying to. You I know. don't love it, but I did try heart of palm pasta. Wow, right? what a trip! What, what? How was it cut? Was it spiralized? No, it was just in noodles. Because that's the thing with the spiralizer. Like you don't. Yeah. Th- it got really big because uh, people were making zoodles with it, right? Zucchini I'm noodles. I'm not a zoodle girl. Too wet. No, too wet. Too wet. Yeah, they're always wet. Yeah. Uh, but they were making zoodles with it. But I, when I wanted to try it out, I was like, "Well, I'm <laughs> I'm gonna make a, a z- uh, zetterdele, zappadele." I used a mandolin <laughs> to cut the zucchini into ribbons, and then I cut. Okay, I like, that was you know, efficient, right? Yeah, and it worked great. So yeah. I guess you don't need a spiralizer. You don't but need it. You can use a knife. If you're making curly fries, it's the only way well, to do that's it. That's the only time. Well, how often do you make curly fries? Not often enough, and maybe that's the problem because I don't have a spiralizer. Okay, next <laughs> lemon squeezer. Just use your hands. I hand. just ordered a lemon squeezer. Oh my! Maybe I'm finding out something about myself today. Okay, my mom calls them every time my mom would go to Bed Bath and Beyond. She'd be like, Nicole, I found a gadget. She calls them <laughs> gadgets, and she literally opens the drawer, and there's like. There's a zoodler, there's an avocado slicer, there's a lemon juicer, there's a special knife to like cut the crinkles. I'm so sorry, I know you hate them. <laughs> and it's just like my like my mom bought like three garlic presses. I'm like, we don't even 
eat that much garlic, lady. She loves them. She's very really? passionate about them. Is, you, is the kitchen at home like super cluttered? Uh, the the cabinets are. There's mm-hmm. nothing on the countertops, kind of just like Respect yours. That. But like inside, like you can't even open it because like for some reason oh. there's like a weird there's like a weird spatula that like has like a handle on it. You know the meme. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like that weird handle spatula thing, and it just and I have to like literally just like. Like, that's me going through the cup. I, I don't have any Foley here to do it. But you know what I mean. There are some things that I, I will clutter my cabinet for. Like, um, I don't know if you saw my my Instagram this past weekend, but I was uh, just going through a dumpling tear. But, like, having a bamboo dumpling steamer is, like, probably not something I would keep in my home. Yeah. Uh, however... It's been really great to what like play around with it. What else have you done? Ice cream machine. I got I got that sixty pound ice cream machine. Oh, I was talking about the like the steamer. Like, what else do you do with the steamer? Oh, with the steamer, I, I don't know because I mean I have the little steamer inserts that you can put into uh-huh. a pot, right? Like I I am so allergic to clutter in my kitchen that I really do throw away all my pot lids. Oh, that's a little excessive. I know, I know it is, but I <laughs> I'm, I don't know if you notice this. I'm a little bit into excess as far as people <laughs> are concerned. Yeah, I guess. But I throw away the pot lids because I think you can just take another pan and put it on top of that. You know? Yeah, but like that doesn't look nice. Think about the aesthetics no, what, of it. Who who's coming to my who do I have to impress? I have no yourself. No, I have no self respect. <laughs> That's the thing. How have you known me this long and you think I have self respect, especially when I'm cooking or dealing with food? <laughs> You've seen me eat, you've seen me Good dip point. a CPK pizza in ranch, then crust the whole thing in Takis and eat it over a trash can. Uh, yeah. Why would you think I need true. a pot yeah. lid? No, I, I guess, I guess. I guess I just had some expectations <laughs> and you just, I don't know, I don't but, know. But there are these little gadgets that like, I, I love to play with. Like the ice cream maker is a perfect example of something that is like, <laughs> that thing's like 40 pounds. What's it called? Like, uni, like unitaskers. Say, unitasker. It's a unitasker. It's a unitasker. I hate right? unitaskers. But I love ice cream. Ice cream is my favorite dessert and I love playing with it. Making like a salted caramel popcorn ice cream. Oh my God. Well, what a treat. Yeah, but you know, you can just go to the store and get ice cream. Yeah, well, I mean, but, like, making it is, like, fun. Like, that's an activity That's fun for, for you? The dumpling making, that was a fun activity, especially yeah. now that food is my only form of it. It's, like, food yeah. and Netflix are my only forms of entertainment yeah, now. Yeah, it makes total sense. But there are a lot that don't have that capability. Like, I'm thinking about the banana slicer. Yeah, I was just about to bring up the banana slicer. I want, do you know the story of John Henry? Huh? Do you know the... <laughs> Who's... I mean, it sounds John Henry. The American familiar. American tall tale of John Henry. It it might be problematic. The one like, with the back. ox. No, that was Paul Bunyan. But like same time period, right? Okay. Like, like I think so. John Henry, <laughs> yeah. American folk hero. Yeah. Uh, totally, totally fictional. But but he basically like raced this pneumatic train spike driving machine mm-hmm. uh, with just a man and a sledgehammer, and he like beat it. But then he died from exhaustion afterwards, and it's a whole story. I want to take on the banana slicer like that. To prove that that what man, is a ban- explain what a banana slicer is for the people at a, home. A banana slicer. It is a um, a concave uh, sleeve that has sleeve. little slats in it. It's concave to fit the shape of a banana. You see, Nicole. Yeah, but there's so many different shapes of bananas. Oh, so you see the problem with the banana slicer, <laughs> and then you place this kind of sleeve over top of the banana, uh-huh. and you press down on the banana, uh-huh. and then it cuts it into slices. Oh wow! But it, it, like you said, there's many different sizes of bananas, and no one size, like the bigger bananas, aren't necessarily better. You know, it's kind of just, <laughs> you can put hot dogs in there. <laughs> <laughs> you, hot, you gotta curve your hot dogs first. Yeah, though. but whatever. And it's so dull; it kind of just like mashes you the banana. You can buy a curved hot dog, but there's no what? What? Oh yeah, actually, there's some nice little curve, like mm, the boar's head. You know the ones that are like bloop. Yeah, yeah, a little boar's head bloop. Yeah, yeah. Oh, those guys are good. Those guys are good. But like, what's the <laughs> utility of that? What is it like? I, I'm trying to be coins. empathetic. Banana coins. But use a knife. Uneven. What do you mean? I mean, I mean uneven who, banana who coins. Needs, who needs perfectly even banana coins? My four-year-old, <laughs> Brayden, says if his bananas are not even coins, he. But, you know, can, but 
but Caden no, please. But Caden likes thicker banana coins. Raiden likes the even ones. And Jaden likes it when I cut his banana in twain. What's in twain? Yo, straight up, Brayden, Jaden, and Caden were all like top ten baby names of 2018. Yeah. And everyone's gonna be so embarrassed in 50 years. Yeah. Man, looking back. This is my lawyer, Brayden. <laughs> Co-counsel Jaden, other co-counsel Caden, would you like to weigh in? Uh, sure, Chad. He did indeed kill his wife. Um, that's what the trial was about. That was the joke. Was that oh, it, was about, it was a murder like, trial. Oh, okay. Mm, that's where that went. Okay. But like, there's no real utility. Is it? I, I'm trying to imagine that the harrowed mother who's just, my God, she needs to slice 15 bananas a day for all her nine Bradens, Jadens, and Cadens. And how much time would that really save you? I don't know. I don't have Brayden, Jaden, and Caden to Not the yet. nth degree. Me neither. But it's like those tasks, like they aren't something fun. They aren't something like a bamboo dumpling steamer that That's you can use. That's not fun for you, but think about the activities that you can do with banana coins. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> you can. Okay, listen. I've also watched a lot of ad scene on TV ads, and yeah. I also worked on a few fun factoid about me. Really? Yeah. Which I ones? At, I can't. I don't. I think I signed an NDA, so I can't actually tell you. <laughs> but I worked on a few of them. You can use the banana slicer to make little, you know, like a circle, like to put a little bear's face on it with chocolate chips. That's true. Can you not use a knife to also make a bear's face? Yeah, but it's it. It's, uh, <laughs> there's a, there's a um, disturbance in the force. I'm sorry. <laughs> the, the biggest as seen on TV cooking product that I've seen lately, because I, I watch a lot of live sports on Hulu because Hulu has live sports. Cool. They're not sponsoring this. I've just really enjoyed the user interface of Hulu live as far as cable okay. goes. Anyways, whatever ad that they serve you, uh, 99% of them are for something called the, the spurtle. What did you call me? <laughs> <laughs> Do not go to HR. So Spurtle <laughs> is a it is a Scottish uh, uh, porridge stirring spatula. Oh, the one that does it itself? No, it's not the automated no. spatula, which is a whole other thing we should talk about. Yeah, yeah. This is simply like imagine like an, um, a, a, a cake froster. Okay. You know, so like a long bill on a thin handle. Okay. It's like a cake froster, except it's slightly concave like a spoon. Okay. But, it, but it's like very like long and broad. So imagine being able to like scrape all the like sides of a deep sauce pot while also stirring like a wooden spoon. It's basically a very long wooden spoon that you can use to scrape the sides. No, of I just porridge. have a screwdriver in my head now. <laughs> I have the image of a screwdriver. I can't I can't but, like, visualize it. I'm it's, sorry. It's so bizarre because they've poured so much money into advertising this like as uh-huh. seen on TV spurtle, thing. Spurtle, you say? There's a spurtle. You don't know about the spurtle, Aladdin. It's oh, a Scottish device. That's kind of cool. It's kind of cool, but it's so bizarre because in this thing, like, it was made for stirring porridge, right? And that seems like the ideal use. Stirring porridge? And the person who is <laughs> stirring porridge. <laughs> but the woman who is, like, selling the spurtle, she, like, used to be Martha Stewart's food stylist or something. Oh, and that's cool. her, whole, her whole thing. So she's, like, got a background. But in this whole thing, she's like... And it's the perfect way to scramble eggs. And like they show her just like mashing at eggs with this spurtle. And it's like, that is not nearly the best tool to do that. You so know what's these... the best tool to scramble eggs? Don't say a fork. A fork? Don't say a fork. That is... Every time I scramble eggs with a fork, Josh just stares at me. <laughs> and he's like, what creature is this? It's less this? efficient than a whisk. But who has time the to whisk... take out a whisk? I-, I do. I want my eggs perfectly scrambled. Well, I hate when there's a little a egg white. That's a you problem. That's a you albumin. What's, what you got against albumin? Man, last name Buman, first name Al. <laughs> Al Buman. Uh, wh- okay, what are like common? Because there's so many of these very stupid ones, right? Like the the apple core, which actually that's probably pretty useful. That's pretty useful. That's pretty what useful. about a strawberry huller? Like a strawberry huller? I think huller. Huller. Str- huller. 
Hewler. <laughs> Hewler. But like outside of these very stupid unitaskers, yeah. uh, like the avocado, there's that like five in one avocado tool that's like we skin it and pit it and slice it in one and like none yeah. of it works because avocados are different sizes. No, but also uh, I understand why people buy an avocado tool. But you know, because you know, avocado hand is a real thing, and people get hurt a lot. That was a big. That was, that a, was big, a big thing. Back they called it an epidemic yeah. in uh, in Great Britain. There yeah, were so many did. Brits that had just discovered how to use an avocado, and they would like cut through the the pit into their hand. Yes, while holding it. Very dangerous. I feel like that. That's the only. That's the only excuse for me to have that five in one avocado tool. Yeah, like if I hurt myself. Yeah, yeah. If you if you have uh, a history of personal injury related to avocados. Yeah, like I feel like. Well, again, I think what we're just finding out is that all of these quote unquote useless tools are just unitaskers, and yeah. and like that's what's pissing us off. Like we're just like I want to be able to use something with mo- to give me like the, my biggest bang for my buck. Yeah, but like that's not possible with like a nutcracker, is it? Agreed. You can crack a crab. You can crack lobster oh, so with a nutcracker. Another hole in the plot. Oh, the okay, holes in the plot. Okay, but what what is a kitchen appliance that most people think is very useful that you have a personal vendetta against? Garlic it? press. Garlic press. I don't get it. But what what are you using to crush garlic? M- a knife. But how long is that? Because getting because garlic press will like crush garlic. Okay. I kind of like the meditative act of crushing garlic with a knife. Mm, I, I like too. the adding the salt and like mm-hmm. getting really in there. It's kind of like a meditative. You take the side of the blade and you scrape yeah. it against the cutting board. But not everyone likes to do that and they don't like their hands to smell like garlic. So I don't know, Josh. I'm it's, getting, it's I have all... hives. I have hives. <laughs> my, my big thing. Um, so when me and Julia moved in together, you know, combining two households worth of kitchen equipment oh, wow. into one mm-hmm. Uh slightly stressful time of because course. I like even I don't like having the uh, tabletop salt and pepper oh really because I'm just it's seasoning your food you just your food should come out the pan guess, seasoned yeah. but not everybody likes your style of seasoning that's true yeah and also she had like four kinds of salt and I was like why do you have four kinds of, like they're not they're just I different have, like, 12 kinds of salt well like I have but like th- there, there needs to be a main salt you yeah, need to have a main salt. just a, a coarse ground kosher salt to season everything. Iodized. I, iodized Morton's, whatever you I do. I love iodized As long salt. as you have a, a consistent salt. Anyways, point is, toaster oven. She loves toaster ovens. I love my toaster oven. Do you, not slander the I toaster I hate toaster ovens. Josh! They take up so much counter space. Josh, oh my God, are you kidding me? The toaster oven is one of the greatest colors. What do you do with What do you do with the toaster oven? Toast. But why, why not just get, I mean, a toaster I also don't agree with. But like, do you not, can you not just get that in a pan on a stovetop? I don't want to. <laughs> Why? Because is there even the any heat, time difference? Because I don't know. I haven't tested it. But the heat of a toaster oven is like sacred. I don't want to turn a whole entire. Do you know how expensive it is turning on your whole entire oven? Not that expensive. Yes, it like is. literally it's, not that do expensive. Do you ever think about the electricity bill? Yeah. Like, I have never thought about an electricity like, bill. You, but my mom and dad do. <laughs> and they tell me all the time, don't use the oven for BS. And I say, okay, no problem. And then I just use a toaster oven. It's literally like 0. 0.8 <laughs> cents. How do you know like, that? Just like electricity, by electricity bills like thirty, like thirty dollars a month, and that's mostly because lights. Anyways, <laughs> what is, I'm I, trying to, I'm trying to tell you, I love toaster ovens, and your toaster oven slander has no place in this house. Sure is, does it? Is there anything else you have that? Because like I, I love like a blender. Air like I fryer, need a high quality blender. Like an air fryer. Oh, you're anti air fryer. I used to be pro anti. I mean, I used to be pro anti. I used to be pro air fryer, but now I'm just like it takes up so much space on your counter. Unless yeah. you're like a single person or you got like you kind of live in the bachelor pad lifestyle, it makes sense for you to have it because you don't want to turn on a whole oven or you don't want to get your pans dirty. Just use an air fryer. But like in the grand scheme of things, it does take up a lot of room. 
I, I used to be very anti-air fryer, and now I'm very pro-air fryer. Wow, I don't have changed. one. We've changed. We've both grown, we've grown. so much yeah. as individuals. Yeah. Well, I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of you. Oh, my God. <laughs> Will you come to my bridal shower? Um, anyways, I used to be no. very... <laughs> I used to be very anti-air fryer because I was like, it's just a glorified toaster oven. Yeah, you and then, used to say that all the time. And then I realized that, like, yeah, it's a toaster oven that actually works. Like, it's a, it's a toaster oven that works really well. It circulates the air really fast. It gets yeah. a very dry environment. So, like, why wouldn't you just have an air fryer instead of a toaster oven? There's air because, fryers that look like toaster ovens. Because toast in an air fryer turns into, like, a brick. Have you tried it? No. <laughs> I'm just based off of other things that I've made in an air fryer. It would turn into, like... A solid brick of bread. It removes the air. Yeah, it takes it the moisture out. The air. It takes the moisture Which out. Which is what makes things crispy. Turn it into a crouton. A crouton. Yeah, but a toaster oven is just like a coil on the top and maybe a coil on the bottom. Yeah. The air isn't circulating the way that it would in an air fryer. Yeah, that makes sense. So like yeah, toast, how often do you make toast? Is that an important thing to you? I live in a Persian household, so yes. We eat a lot of bread. That is actually not like a, a, a cultural piece of knowledge that I had. Yeah, eat a lot of bread. Persians love toast. Love, we love, yeah. Not not like white bread or like yeah. or like wheat bread, but like yeah, we like to toast our bread, hot bread, hot pita. Yeah, yeah, it's important. But you but don't do that on a on a stovetop. You do that in the toaster oven. Yeah, I do it in the toaster oven. Interesting. Eat a lot of bread. What what's is, is that like your one kitchen tool that you can't live without? Toaster oven. Know. Like if you had to pick one. I don't know. I think that's another podcast topic. To be perfectly yeah. honest oh. with you, so I'm not going to reveal oh. that. Sorry, I'm not going to reveal that today. I I use. Have you had changes of heart about other? Like home kitchen appliances hmm, that you used to think know. were useful, and now you're just like, this is absolute garbage. Oh my gosh, that's a really good point. Um, I don't really know. I mean, <laughs> you're gonna get mad at me. A whisk. I used to <laughs> no. love. I mean, I love whisks, but like, mm, I don't really need it. I love whisks so much. They do. They do what a fork does, but ten times better. Okay, you know, you just don't put effort into forking things. <laughs> I put a plenty of effort into forking. I you, can fork with the best no, of them. You. You go fork you yourself. Half-ass forking. You do a half-ass forking. Full forking, Josh. <laughs> did you ever get into the home sous vide movement? Yeah, I had it in a Nova. Do you did did you ever? How often did you use it? Well, I think I might have used it like five times. Yeah, yeah same here. Because I was dating a guy who was really into it. Uh, that That's makes my sense. problem. Whenever a guy's really into something, I automatically <laughs> get into it too. Like record collecting and sous viding me. Like what? Sorry, that's too much. That was an overshare. This is sorry. You're talking to the person who is now listening to like the Dear Evan Hansen soundtrack because his girlfriend is a Broadway musical fan. Um, so believe me, I understand. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Ugh, Ben Platt, my God, yeah, he's good. great, fantastic, so good, so good. Can't yeah. wait for Washington Heights, by the way. What is that? Lin Manuel's uh, uh, new movie coming out on HBO Max. Oh, not, not a sponsor. A, just excited. Is it a, is it a, uh, a musical? Uh, yeah, yeah, I believe it's a Broadway musical. It's a Broadway musical turned, turned theatrical. theatrical. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So in, that's pretty in exciting. The Heights, Maggie says. In, in the, the Heights. Sorry, in the Heights. It's about Washington Heights. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What is That's Washington right. Heights? Uh, it's a neighborhood. That, watch the musical. Watch the musical. <laughs> I can't explain the whole thing. Lin Manuel can explain it much better than I can. Okay. Uh, come I, on the podcast. Th- <laughs> Lin Manuel, come on the podcast. Um, I I also sous vide like five things, but yeah. that that was the first gadget that I was like, oh my god, this is going to change my life. I'm going to get a sous vide and I'm going to make perfect steaks. Yeah. Every time, perfect chicken bread, all this stuff. Totally. Oh my, you can infuse the flavor of rosemary into your freaking carrots yeah. in the sous vide machine I can cook like a restaurant does and then I found out restaurant food tastes the way it does mostly because the amount of butter and salt they're adding uh, and that the sous vide machine 
for me, I know people out there love it, and I guess that's the key to all this. Like, if something brings you joy, not to be all, like, uh, a dirtbag bro Mari Kondo over here, but, like, if you use something a lot and if something brings you joy, then it's not useless. Absolutely. Right? So I know there are people out there who sous vide machines are, like, really awesome for them, and it's something yeah. that has, like, gotten people really into cooking. Totally. For myself, I, I now can't stand it. I, like, set it up to use it, mm-hmm. and I get mad. I have not sous vide anything in my own home in, like, four years I, every time I cook a steak, I can get it perfect if I just temp check For sure. uh, on Same. on a reverse sear. That's it's the best fun way. To, it's like an impressive tool. The fact that you know how to use a uh, a sous vide machine is impressive to yeah. other people. I guess no, it's true. And like I, I, you know, we like ourselves. I like to think yeah. we both like ourselves. So like treating myself, maybe once in a while I use a sous vide machine. We we both like wo- we both waft in between narcissism and extreme self hatred. It seems so much, so much, so much of both. That's part of the gig. Yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah, yeah. that kind of averages out to the first is we like ourselves. Yeah, I like myself and you like, like yourself. Yeah, yeah. So if I'm feeling myself, sure, I'll pop out the sous vide machine, but it's also a big waste of water. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, dude. I leave the water running when I brush my teeth. I, you, you know. do? Yeah, but I, only, I, I, I shower like once every three days. So oh, it offsets, it offsets, it offsets, it offsets. You know what I hate? Turkey baster. <laughs> turkey. Hey, who needs a turkey baster? It looks gross too. It looks like a gynecological tool if we're being yeah. honest and it makes yeah. me uncomfortable. You know what? This is a turkey baster hate group. <laughs> That's how they artificially inseminate horses. You know what Yes. That? Yeah, I did. It shouldn't be called turkey baster. It should be called a horse inseminator. <laughs> And, and that stays in the podcast. That's not dirty. That's about animal husbandry, which is an important part of our agricultural horse economy. Baster. Horse baster. Horse <laughs> baster. Get, get rid of all your horse basters. I'm going to buy you the most deluxe, gaudy horse baster <laughs> for next Hanukkah. I'm going to get you like a gold a plated. One? Yeah, 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 yeah. And make the squeezer ball like. It's like, going to have like, studs. <laughs> <crystals. laughs> You're sick. Do you have any, do, are there any like gadgets that you have on a wish list though, for real? Like, what are you looking forward to? Are you trying to ask me what my wedding registry is? Uh, literally, yes. Uh, okay, so all the attachments for a KitchenAid mixer would be really nice, but oh. also maybe too cluttery. I don't know. Oh, like a meat grinding attachment, pasta rolling yeah, attachment? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great because that's that sticks on to a very useful tool. It consolidates all of those those large, intense uh, mm. things on your... See, I should yeah, just be yeah. a spokesperson for KitchenAid. That's mixer. where all this is going. Yeah. Like after people stop listening to this podcast, our like second act in our media career yeah. is going to be like, uh, not Billy Blanks. What's the other one? Billy... Uh, the dump cakes lady. Dump cakes lady. Yeah, whatever her name is. I love her. I'm gonna sell weird Scottish uh, cooking equipment I'm on just QVC. Be dump cake lady <laughs> 2.0. Dump cakes too. I call these dump muffs. You want to dump your muffins? Eat Nicole's dump muffs. Oh, I want a meat grinder. You want to be? You want a meat grinder? Yeah, I want to make like really good. I have a meat grinder at home. It's nice. Yeah, it's, it's nice. really useful. I'm, I use it like for my birthday. Oh my god! So quarantine birthday. What I did was I got meat and I I made my own smash burgers on my birthday. Wow! So that was a really nice thing I did. What'd for you myself. baste them with? <laughs> Not nothing. Well, what didn't get you that horse baster, Nicole? You're gonna have the most baster smash <laughs> burgers out there. I don't want a there. baster for my present. You're getting a baster. Get me a better present. Two basters. <laughs> what did we find out from this podcast, Josh? Nicole, I think what we found out is that really, uh, de gustibus non est disputandum, right? There's no accounting for taste. <laughs> no, I mean, everybody has different kitchen needs out there. Not to wrap up with something totally cliche, but it's like, I, I realize that 
as much hatred as I have for these unitaskers, like I got this just giant bamboo steamer taking up a ton of cabinet space where my protein powder used to go. And now the protein powder's in with the cat food. And now the cat food's in with the DVD collection, <laughs> you know? And so like, I'm, I'm totally guilty of this too, because it brings me a lot of joy. If something brings you joy, if you use it a lot, uh, keep it. But for the love of God, please do not get me any useless cooking tool gifts. Got it. All right, Nicole, we've heard it. We've heard it. Did you know? <laughs> Nicole, we've heard what you and I have to say. Now it's time to find out what other wacky ideas are rattling out there in the Twitterverse. It's time for a segment we call Opinions Are Like Casserole. All right, first up, we got Caleb Mac 9. Walnuts and or almonds in baked goods are gross. I'm sick of the nuts and brownies slander. Yeah, what kind of what kind of opinion is this? I think they're delicious. I love, I'm a big nut guy. I like them. I love my nuts. I like nuts. Great little textual contrast. Real good. Ate a sack of planter spicy peanuts right before this podcast, so you couldn't hear my tummy rumbles on the microphone. <laughs> I had a nanner. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I get why people don't like nuts. Uh, I mean, it's like how I don't even really like chocolate chips and cookies because I'm like, look, man, I'm here for the delicious cookie texture. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I understand the opinion. I just happen to think it's wrong. I also love coconut. I like textures. Yeah. I Give like me all textures. The textures. I'm on the same page. KCR Ogles says bell peppers are overrated and overpower whatever dish they're in, especially yellow ones. I, this is the first time I ever heard somebody say bell peppers are overpowering. Really? I hear that all the time. You do? Well, but this, this is the first time I've heard especially the yellow ones because wow. I've heard that from green bell pepper a lot. Yeah. Green has a more vegetal taste. Yeah. It's 100%. almost like it's like grassy and metallic. Totally. I don't like when places will randomly throw sauteed bell pepper in with a thing just to sort of like have another like thing. Like a vegetable. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh-huh. But when they have a purpose, like I actually am, I, I've been on a weird bell pepper streak lately because uh, I love, like I don't super love celery. Well, no, you that defeats the point. Oh, okay, I, I, sorry. No, no, no. I, I was saying like, you know, mirepoix, right? Like that sure. is, I eat so many stews because it's nice to meal prep and I enjoy eating a nice hearty stew when I get sure. home. Um, but recently I, instead of doing mirepoix, I did Cajun Trinity, which is yeah, bell pepper, is onion, celery. Great. Yeah. Which is great. Replacing the sweetness of the carrots with like, you know, this kind of like a grassy vegetal, you know, brightness. Totally. From the bell peppers. Uh, it was fantastic. And then I used, I had some leftover bell pepper. Uh, and I had some habaneros, too, and I blistered both of them and then yum. blended it into a hot sauce. Did a kind of bell pepper habanero hot yum, sauce. Yum. Totally delicious. Great. Good for you. It, it, no, it is great. <laughs> Not overrated. Uh, yeah. I, get, I, I totally get why people don't like them, though. I like to eat them raw. Oh, yeah. I love raw bell peppers. Oh, They're such bell pepper a good raw. snack. Mm, tastes like an apple. If you've never had an you've apple before. never had an apple <laughs> before, maybe. <laughs> All right. That one hot dog guy. Adding cream cheese to your chili dogs makes them so much better. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, totally. Uh, ch- I, I don't love chili cheese dogs that just have like shredded cheddar or even like American cheese wrapped around them. I mean, I, of course, I still like them. But to me, I'd rather just have a chili dog. But you put cream cheese in there. Yum. Mm, you get that melty creaminess or that spicy chili. Yeah. Cream cheese is like a really good secret ingredient to like pop into foods. Like in your pasta sauces, mm-hmm. a little nub of cream cheese really, really helps. In your Alfredo sauces, it really, really yeah. helps. Yeah. It, sta- it stabilizes everything too in a sauce totally. like that. Yeah. Uh, I feel like cream cheese has been kind of ruined in some people's minds from all those tasty videos. Oh yeah, cream cheese hatred because mm-hmm. it was it was cre- cream cheese abuse. It was cream cheese. It was absolutely yeah. cream cheese abuse. Yeah, exploitation of cream cheese, man. Absolutely. You know Philadelphia cream cheese is like made in Illinois. It has nothing to do with Philadelphia. Oh, isn't Phil- where's Philadelphia? Pennsylvania? All right. I'm sorry. I don't know. I'm having a. Philadelphia was the capital of America for like the first capital. The the bell? Pennsylvania. Yeah, the Liberty Bell. I said Pennsylvania. No, I know, but like the fact that you had to guess. I'm having an off day. (laughs) Okay. 
Courtney one five three says pepperoni and pineapple is far superior to basic ham and pineapple. I disagree. Really, I think the spiciness and the tomato tomatoey nature of pepperoni takes away from the sweetness of the pi- and sweetness and like fruitiness of a pineapple. So the ham complements it with that little touch of smoke and that little touch of meatiness. Mm-hmm. So you're saying the ham acts as like the bridge between the savory cheese and the sauce. I do. The ham is the sweet meat bridge sure from the sauce of the pineapple. Correct. Um, I mean, you're wrong, but... Uh, what? No, you're I, wrong. <laughs> I get that. I like ham and pineapple when so uh, round table pizza, most underrated small <laughs> mid-chain Never pizza restaurant. They have the Maui Zowie pizza. Oh, wow. Which, as you guessed, has ham and pineapple on it. Yeah. But instead of a red sauce, they do this kind of like sweet. They probably call it something offensive like Polynesian sauce, which is like corn syrup and oh, spices. okay, okay. Um, but I like that with ham when it's meant to be sweet, but... If it's a typical red sauce pizza, I like having the pepperoni on there for the familiarity mm-hmm. and the spiciness. So you get that like high level of salt and then the pineapple comes in and just punches through with sweet and acid. I agree with this. This is an underrated take. I Even better, you have pepperoni and bacon and jalapeno and pineapple. Pepperoni, bacon, jalapeno, pineapple. All right. At Shell Bay 49, boxed mac and cheese is best when mixed with sweet corn. No, it is best mixed with Hebrew national hot dogs. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> uh, no, I I actually I do like boxed mac and cheese with sweet corn. And I have had that. <laughs> Maggie's embarrassed. Oh, uh, Shelby, you've she embarrassed our producer. Embarrassment from our, our Oh, we're killing Maggie oh, with embarrassment. I'm not apologizing. I'm not embarrassed. This is like this American. Is <laughs> Get out of my room, mom. It's like American street. It's like American uh, cheap elote? Korean cheese corn oh, or elotes. Yeah, this is elote. It's elotes. <laughs> this is white elote, <laughs> and it's a beautiful thing. I think this is good. I like a little pop of corn in my mac. Why yeah. not? Yeah, yeah. It, it changes the taste dimensions a whole lot. It makes yeah. it a new thing. I don't think it's best, but I do think it's mm-hmm. a, uh, accessible. It's yeah, yeah. Again, hot dogs and ketchup. <laughs> Beth, I'm serious. Hot dogs and ketchup. You put the ketchup on the hot mac, so the ketchup gets up to mac time. Honey, you don't need to explain none of this to me. <laughs> you are preaching to the choir. All right. The Mangy Cat says, drinking straight pickle juice is 100% acceptable. I keep a jar of pickle juice in my fridge. So I had a period of time when I would do the same thing, and I think you might have a deficiency. <laughs> I, I think say. you might have a sodium deficiency. I'm not trying to be rude. I think, yeah, I think you just need to up your salt and take in your food. I need to start using pickle juice in more cocktails. Yeah, you sure do. I sure do. You know what I got one time? I got something called pickle pops, and it was pickle juice, uh, ice, uh, what, icicles, what, popsicles, like, like pickle juice pop. popsicles. Yeah, otter pop, but so crazy. How was it? It was pickle juice, frozen pickle juice. Huh. At Jayhan one hundred and one, honey in a hot salsa, not not all the time, but it satisfies my basic sweet, spicy, salty needs. Yeah, uh, putting agave in salsa is a great little tip. That, a, a thing that I've realized most people don't know how to balance is like, I mean, you should like not all salsas need sugar, but if you, I mean, a little pinch of sugar into tomato, 100%. to me like really, it just elevates the sweetness of the tomato and then it can handle more salt too. Totally. I remember once I was making a homemade salsa and I was kind of trying to go for like the whitest salsa possible, like paste picante sauce, right? Great. Paste picante sauce is lovely. It's picante what a lot sauce. of people in America, in, yeah, it's what like a lot of Americans think of when they think of jarred salsa. And I was kind of trying to make my own. And I found out it was just a constant balance of sugar and salt until both were at such insanely high levels. Uh, and that was the secret to it. Got it. So yeah, a little bit of honey and salsa, do it to it. Yeah, why not? Brew Drew X Beer says, strawberry jelly on Oreos rules. Okay. Yeah. You know what this is? What? This is sponge. What's or not sponge? No, this is a uh, pinguinos. P- 
pink. Oh, it is gancito. Pink yeah, this is basically gancito. Yeah, that that to me is why the Mexican snack cakes will always overtake the American snack cakes because there is the really. Well, I mean, like, oh yeah, dude, I I love the the gancito brand. You think so? I think I guess I like the flavor of American snack cakes more because they're sweeter. Mm. That's just me. I, guess. I know what you mean. Some of the, the Mexican ones are a little bit more bready. Yeah, they're bready. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but no, I, I really enjoy the combination. A lot of them have like a fruit and chocolate combo to it. Yeah. So I love, I love, love getting that with the Oreos. Mm-hmm. Uh, Oreos just rule though. Yeah, Oreos are. You can pr- probably put anything with Oreos, mm-hmm. like any sweet thing with Oreos, and it'll work. Dump some like nice fancy like cinnamon almond butter on an Oreo. Just, Ugh, yeah. Nicole, yum. Yeah, I just love peanut butter and Oreos, kind of like because I learned it from the Parent Trap movie. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember trying to explain to like nine year olds that that was a single actor. Uh huh. And they were like, how do they do when it? When were you like, hanging out with nine-year-olds? No, I was nine. I was nine. Oh, you were nine. I was nine. I wasn't, oh. as an adult, trying oh. to explain oh, okay. Lindsay Lohan's role to okay. nine-year-olds. Oh, okay, That'd okay. be weird. Okay. No, would it? Kind of. Why? Well, what I if guess... you watched it? What if you were a camp counselor and, like, you watched it? That makes sense. I guess, like, you have, like, little cousins and nephews and stuff. So, like, you're around children. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. never around children. Yeah. M.L. Jetson says banana slash zucchini bread is just cake disguised as bread. Why call it bread? Wrong texture. Uh, I think it's because it's cooked in a loaf pan for the most part. I mean, pound cake's cooked in a loaf pan. Yeah, but that's Butter cake, cake cooked in a loaf pan. Why not call it butter bread? Uh, uh no. Uh, 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 <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know. This is the thing I think about all the time when people are talking about like banana bread. Because it is, it's just a cake. It's a banana cake. Yeah, it's banana right? cake. Which, uh, bread is a misnomer. Yes. But then people come in and be like, well, there's quick breads and then there's yeasted breads. And it's like, no, no, no. A quick bread is called a cake. Uh, there's savory cooked breads, like a beer bread, Irish soda bread, stuff like that. Um, but no, I fully believe that banana bread is cake. And that there might be a podcast in the future about that. Yeah. At Adriana K. Shaw, my roommate dips cucumbers in cream cheese and chocolate pudding. Weirds me out. Same. Wow. Yeah. Why? No, uh, no, no, no. No, no, no. Don't be judgmental. No, let's I, try and figure this the out. The whole idea of this part of the podcast is to be judgmental. <laughs> What are you talking about? Don't be judgmental. No, this the whole part of this is to try and uh, try and eschew your judgments for empathy. Maybe for you. That... <laughs> Not for me. <laughs> okay, so my favorite flavor, maybe my favorite ice cream in all of LA is um, uh, saffron and rose cucumber ice cream. Really? That's your favorite? I think it's so spectacular That's because awesome. I've had like cucumber sorbet and yeah. stuff like that. But this isn't that. This takes cucumbers and they're like pretty much sugar cured in the ice cream. So they get this like crazy sort of like crunchy yeah, toothsome texture. So uh, and, and it's not any acid or freshness. It's just cucumber and sweet cream and sugar. And it's absolutely delicious. So I love sweet cucumber stuff. It's the chocolate that bumps me a little bit. Chocolate and vegetal taste to me, I do not enjoy. I don't understand it. No. Yeah. I mean, like chocolate and jalapeno don't love. You go chocolate it's chipotle, okay. yeah. chocolate and a dried chili. That's dried a different chili. story. Dried chili, 100% dried chili, yeah. But it's like the greenness for me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But hey, keep keep doing it. You know, eat what you want. You know, you go out you go out there and you give a, a hard effort all four quarters, you know, and that's really what the opinions are about, Nicole. <laughs> well, on that note, thank you for listening to A Hot Dog is a Sandwich. If you want to hear more from us here in the Mythical Kitchen, we got new episodes for you every Wednesday. If you want to be featured on Opinions Are Like Casseroles, you can hit us up on Twitter at MythicalChef or Zade with the hashtag Opinion Casserole. I need some beef jerky. For more Mythical Kitchen, check us out on YouTube. We launch new videos every week. And of course, if you want to share pictures of your dishes, you can hit us up on Instagram at Mythical Kitchen. We got any turkey jerky in the kitchen? We'll see you next time. Mythical